This is Plant-Based Briefing, Episode 3, Five Easy Ways We Can Live More Sustainably, by Gemma Davis of TheCompassionateRoad.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and Plant-Based Briefing is the curated content podcast for plant-based healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Today's post is by Gemma Davis of TheCompassionateRoad.com. She's a naturopath, a yoga teacher, and co-author of The Compassionate Kitchen Cookbook. She's also an ambassador for the animal protection group Voiceless. Gemma's passionate about helping others live healthy, conscious lives. And her website is full of fantastic information, great recipes, and links to her podcast as well. Now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Five Easy Ways We Can Live More Sustainably by Gemma Davis of TheCompassionateRoad.com Eat a plant-based diet If we are one of the lucky ones, we eat three times a day, every day. With seven billion of us doing this, what we eat as a community adds up and has a real effect on the sustainability of our planet. Animal agriculture is responsible for 18% of greenhouse gas emissions, more than the combined exhaust from all transportation. It is also the leading cause of species extinction, ocean dead zones, water pollution, and habitat destruction, including rainforest destruction. The amount of fresh water and land needed to grow feed for the 70 billion animals we raise for meat is simply not sustainable because we could feed a lot more people on plants with less resources. An easy way to see how what you eat affects these valuable resources is to know a person who follows a vegan diet produces the equivalent of 50% less carbon dioxide, uses 1 11th oil, 1 13th water, and 1 18th land, compared to someone who eats meat. It is one of the most effective changes you can make to live more sustainably. Say no to single-use plastic. Plastic is not biodegradable and usually goes into a landfill. Only 10% of the world's plastic is recycled, where it's buried, leaching chemicals slowly into the earth around it, or it gets into the water and finds its way into the ocean. There are whole islands of plastic floating in our oceans. Marine animals are dying from ingesting it, and according to the Ocean Conservancy, In less than 10 years, scientists predict there will be 250 million metric tons in the ocean, and by 2050, more plastic in the oceans than there are fish. The worst single-use plastic items are plastic bags, straws, coffee cups, soda and water bottles, and a lot of our food packaging. What you can do is take the plastic-free challenge. Have your reusable shopping bags with you in your car. They don't help when we leave them at home. Buy yourself a reusable water bottle, coffee cup, straw, if you need one, and utensils, and keep them handy in your bag, like you would your wallet and phone. And you can try to buy your food in bulk at the markets. And certainly, don't use plastic bags to put your fruit and vegetables in. Compost It is estimated that 40% of our rubbish that goes into landfill is food waste. This is avoidable waste that we could instead compost. Why? Composting reduces the amount of food waste thrown away, and which in turn reduces the amount of methane greenhouse gases. We can then put the compost on our soil, because our plants need nitrogen-rich soil to grow fully and build protein. So soil from a compost heap will add to the natural nitrogen cycle by returning enriched soil to the ground. You'll need fewer artificial chemical fertilizers to feed your plants with, resulting in much happier and healthier plants. 
It's a win all around. It's easy to do. Google it, my friend. Once you start, it feels as normal as using a recycling bin. Consume less. Studies show almost 99% of everything we buy becomes waste within six weeks of purchase. We can reuse, we can recycle, but the most effective way to combat all this waste is to curb the consumption, to stop at the top of the chain. If we buy less, we throw out less. With things much more affordable these days, we are purchasing at a rate that is unsustainable. And these things are not valued to us because we don't see the unseen costs of producing and disposing of them. If we value the planet, then we have to greatly consider before we purchase things, do we need it? How long will it last us? Could we borrow it from a friend or hire from a company? Once you open your mind that just because you can afford it in this case doesn't mean you should buy it, then you will start to be fussier with what you consume. Choose gentle products. What we clean our clothes with, our dishes with, our homes with, and ourselves with all ends up going down our sinks and into our waterways. It may be such small doses in each bottle, but we have to take into account what happens when we are all doing it every day. The buildup effect of the chemicals in our waterways that you think are cleaning you changes the pH levels, increasing algae blooms and negatively affecting marine life. It is not only the end result that will make or not make a product sustainable either. It's about making sure everything from sourcing, manufacturing, packaging, and selling is making the tiniest impact possible. Research the companies you are purchasing from and aim to buy products that are accountable for where they are sourcing or growing their ingredients, using recyclable packaging, environmentally friendly production, and avoiding harsh chemical ingredients. Luckily, the companies who are doing this normally are talking about it loudly and make it clear on their bottles. Just don't be fooled by false yet clever marketing. And a little extra, vote for those who care. We never really know if what the governments promise will actually happen, especially in Australia, where our Prime Minister keeps changing without even a vote from the people. But we have to do our best to show the ones who are making big decisions for our countries that we care about sustainability. Without a thriving planet, it won't matter about the economy. So we must put pressure on our leaders to make policies with sustainability as a priority. Personally, we can share what we are learning and the actions we are taking with friends, work, and schools, so sustainability can be a community initiative. Sometimes we can impose greater changes at smaller scale, and then these can be an example to the larger community and governments of what is possible. You just listened to Five Easy Ways We Can Live More Sustainably by Gemma Davis of TheCompassionateRoad.com. And this is the Plant-Based Briefing Podcast, short daily episodes, a variety of plant-based topics. Please subscribe and share with your friends. Thanks for listening.